0: Straw Hut Media. <laughs> I hate my phone. I'm not good with technology. Oh. You neither are you? At all. Nope. I, I think techless. My new thing is tech I'm techless.
1: From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville on the film. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with, there's actually a lot of people in this tiny <laughs> little pod, but um, I'm sitting here with mother daughter duo, podcasters, hormone health specialists, diet, your dietitian, nutritionist, but holistically, I'm going to let them explain what they do because I'm fucking confused. All right, go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mom, you want to start? Um, yes. Hi, I'm Candace Birch. Um, I'm a hormone health educator, which means I'm a health educator specializing in hormones. And I was not specializing in hormones for a long time until I started having my perimenopause at ah! 48. When my girls, That's the, pre-menopause, Ryan, right? the sorry, the, is that the premenopause? Yeah, it's kind of the eight to 10 years of torture and bouncing off the walls, unless you get it together and figure out what your hormones are doing. It's not necessary to you know, be feeling like a crazy I'm gonna ask person. You a lot
1: of questions coming up, but, but keep the explaining. crazy person
0: years, which can go on far too long. But in my in my um, experience, it was I was forty eight. I started late with kids. She was three, Ryan was three, and Jesse was six. And I started having these hot flashes and night sweats and a mood swing in between every 20 minutes. And I was screaming at them. And one day I looked at Ryan, and she had tears in her eyes. She was afraid of me.
1: Oh, wow. So I
0: thought, okay, I got to get a handle on this. And that's when I started taking my health education expertise and sort of honing it into what do I do now? Well I think they got people, hundreds yeah. of symptoms. I think
1: that people don't <clears throat> realize that, you know, I'm watching basketball. my son play basketball. I'm crying because we've made three baskets. So I'm like, what the hell <laughs> is going on? And I'm yeah. trying to hide it. I'm a more of a crier. I yell too. But I recently found out that I'm pre menopausal, if that's the right word. Um and so Very. I went to this doctor. I'm gonna get to you in a second. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. Um I went to, she was, she's a great doctor. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, she's a friend of a friend, but I have never tracked my period. I just knew I got it every month. So she's like on day 13 of this and on your day 26, you use this cream and then you use this cream and then you take this pill. I'm confused. I have no idea what's happening. It's overwhelming. But I'm crying a lot. And now to you, I do have my belly fat, which is. I never really had before, which is annoying. And so you guys kind of work together in tandem to help like just keep your best self without the fad diets, correct? Yeah,
2: that's a great way of putting it. I am um, a holistic health coach. So I always say that I believe that the food that shows up physic- that shows up on your plate is just a physical representation of everything else going on in your life. So, so I'm dying inside <laughs> from Jack in the Box tacos. So it's like, what does the Jack in the Box tacos say about what's going on in your life, you know? And so, and I think a good way of putting it is Like, there's, I work with a lot of moms too who will wake up super early to get their kids ready for school they're trying to make everybody lunches get to the bus
1: stop i know you were telling us moms about are that. superheroes i mean yeah. we do it all and mm-hmm. we have to get pregnant have periods and go through menopause men do nothing exactly except get more don't handsome. forget to give birth part. yeah and get birth oh yeah that's right <coughs> just pushing giant human through you um but yeah so
2: <laughs> i i'll work with these moms and it's like well i don't you know i don't have time for me so i i don't think about me so i leave and I don't eat breakfast and then I get to work and I'm starving and it's like the staff room has all these free treats and then I eat that and then I'm like grabbing coffee to make it through the day and then at 3 p.m. my energy levels crash, then I go to Starbucks and then it's like I'm so exhausted from all the spiking and crashing that like I can definitely not make it to a workout class. Nope. And <laughs> not I just make home and crash. And then I'm probably binge watching a show and not really doing any sort of like calming nighttime rituals because I just wanna watch other people's drama. And, and in not- the meantime, the belly Love fat Island, is UK, accumulating. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um a uh, housewife, uh, shout out about, for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, but it
1: sounds like a kind of every woman's struggle. It really is. Whether you're a mom or not, like just finding time for yourself. I mean, a lot of people are sitting at a desk all day. Like, you know, the millennials, not millennials. Who are the young ones? Millennials. Millennials. What's yeah. the next one? Jen? I don't know. But Gen- my son this Gen morning y. said, "When boomers die, the whole like world's gonna get better." I'm like, "You're an asshole. Get out." So
0: I don't <laughs> know. He's so like, funny.
1: "Boomers and and the Chinese government." I don't oh know. Like, that Long that story. Sounds politically little Very. One over there. All right, good. Um, but boomers. I'm like, "That's ages." What are you talking about? <laughs> That's um, so... but go on. Sorry. Oh no no
2: no. So basically, I just work with women, um, to kind of find a sense of balance, and I realize that the word balance can be confusing. Because people think it has to be, you know, perfectly balanced. No, but just find that fit for you and starting really small. So I work with clients to make these small, attainable um, action steps in the direction of where they want to yeah, go. Because
1: going from just sitting and doing nothing because that's what I do um, to <laughs> full on workouts every day, it's not going to happen. Right. Like, I need like little tiny changes where I can kind of like progress into it. Is Mm -hmm. that the right word?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I was telling you before, but I yo-yo dieted for almost 12 years. And what I finally realized was, okay, if there's one diet that worked for everybody, we'd all be doing it. And clearly we're forcing ourselves into these deprivation zones where it's, there's so much dread around it and then there's so much guilt and then there's binges that happen. And then it's like, you're on this perpetual cycle and it's not only your weight doesn't not only does your weight go up and down, your mood goes up and down, your yeah. self confidence goes up and down. Mm-hmm. So, I help women to break free from that diet culture and find a lifestyle that works for them that they actually look forward to waking up to in the morning. And it's about those small changes. And those are what really add up to big results right. and it doesn't have to be so complicated and I, it can be I, fun
1: but do you feel like are would I still be allowed to eat some of the same food I mean I'm just oh, not good with the, I can't do a diet 100% just, like I feel like I just need little little things that I pers- I will do yeah and then I definitely need your help mom's help because less I, lately I'm getting these hot flashes and I'm not sleeping at all and then my heart is racing mm-hmm. and I'm like what the fuck <clears throat> I'm, I'm not sleeping Mm-hmm. so and i know that like i'm like i said i have all these creams and shit that i'm supposed to take and i'm so confused how you do don't we... know how to use them no how know? do we make it do you make it is there a way to make it simple
0: yeah um you know it's just that i don't want to ask your age but i'm 47 okay so you're right in the <laughs> menopause. you look great oh, by yeah, the way you do. You really do awesomely beautiful but um You know, that's the age. That's when, sorry, hormones start to fluctuate. You know, the ovaries are packing their bags, they're not going to be producing hormone in optimal amounts forever. And they do a great job through our 20s and 30s, but especially women who've been on birth control, and I've talked to so many who were put on it at the age of 13 for heavy periods or for, you know, like... Yeah, it's like I was a... on it
1: for 20 years. Yeah,
0: well, there you go. Because over that time, what is birth control doing? It's shutting down ovarian production of natural hormones, uh-huh. and it's replacing those natural hormones with synthetic hormones, which have all kinds of side effects. You know, hormones are always referred to as the lock, the key in the lock a hormone is is a chemical messenger that puts a force into motion so it's a signal and, and if you picture this signal whipping through the bloodstream to target tissues of the body to cells that have a little receptor site like a puzzle piece right and that so hormone for fits for everyone perfectly. it's different for
1: everyone then. it's
0: different for everyone but hormones are specific to where they bind to a cell and they go in and they flip all these master switches and you know so for the first 20 years of your life. Uh, you're supposed to have regular periods and you're supposed to be making a nice amount of estrogen the first part of your cycle and estrogen is that hormone that grew all your Heron. lovely your your boobs and your ovaries and your uterus and all our female organs and our curves estrogen's a growth hormone right. and progesterone is the second half of the cycle and and that balances estrogen because we don't want things growing you know too much estrogen leads to heavy horrible painful periods can it lead weight to weight gain bloating cancer? Because it's very much associated with breast swears cancer. Swears
1: that she went on hormones and that's when she got breast cancer. So mm-hmm. she swears it was through menopause and being put on these aggressive hormones. If she was
0: on HRT. It is. A, it was. They had to was. stop that major study three years early because they were seeing unacceptable risks for breast cancer, heart disease, blood clots, etc. What was that So statistics? yeah, that's when we switched to bioidenticals, which it sounds like you yeah. bioidentical hormones that are made from plants. And used I'm new to in, it,
1: and I'm confused. That's all I know. Well,
0: what you you were saying, you were confused because she's saying use it on certain days. The idea is to you you're trying to mimic Mother Nature, right? So when you're using the the rubbing and the cream, you're the idea is to rub it in to your skin during the days of the cycle that you would have been making it normally.
1: But what if you're trying never to match. Track your cycle? I like I really never I just haven't. So for me, it's like oh, on the tenth day, on the thirteenth day, and then. It's just so confusing.
0: I don't know how complicated your doctor's making it, but generally it's kind of like for women that have irregular cycles, use it two weeks of the month. Two weeks on, two weeks off if we're talking about like Bioidentical progesterone, okay, which ma- which which balances estrogen, and see that's the whole thing. In at your age in perimenopause, what's now happening is your hormones are starting to go up and down. So these are the roller coaster years.
1: Stop! You're I want to stop crying getting... at basketball because we're winning. Yeah. We're, my like my favorite besides my son, my other favorite team member was making baskets, and I'm like my my oh my god, my ex husband was sitting next to me, not my husband, and I was like. <laughs> And he looked at me like, "Bitch, you're crazy." But, <laughs> but I'm like, you're I not just really that's normal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and crying at commercials. I, and, I do, but I, but yeah. I, like to my defense,
1: I always have not necessarily during basketball, but I always do this happy cry thing when I'm like really happy for people. But it seems to be a lot more and a little more aggressive lately.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's one of the hallmark symptoms, really. Feeling, you know, feeling tearful, oh. feeling emotional, feeling crabby and very PMS-y, having your period start to get heavier or lighter or to disappear altogether, getting hot flashes and night sweats. You mentioned the racing heart. That is, those symptoms are are linked to a lowering of estrogen. So think of a seesaw. okay So these hormones are fluctuating. So now estrogen's down. Okay. And and, and and now you're experiencing these symptoms when you're, remember the kid slammed you to the ground on the seesaw. So now you're down there okay, and you're it. getting these particular symptoms related to the lows. And then it flips back up and now you're getting symptoms related to the highs, which is this constant imbalance. So mm-hmm. now you're getting bloated and yes. you, you're retaining water and you're really, really moody and you're putting on weight that you never had right, problems right with. Right, in your
1: midsection. And your boobs attractive. hurt
0: sore breasts. And not everybody has all the same symptoms. But this is the, you know, the classic complement of, you know, what what we see in women whose hormones start to fluctuate. And a lot of women say, what the hell is going on? And they're told by their doctor, you're just in menopause. You're moving into menopause. Mm -hmm. It's normal. Here's an antidepressant. Or let's Mm -hmm. put you back on birth control. Yeah. And I am here to say those are not solutions. I've talked to so many women that say, "I'm not fucking depressed. I'm not depressed. No, when you're home, I like my life. Out of whack, It's like you're not yourself, and it's no. just it's not
1: fair to anyone around you. It's you have to do this for yourself. And I read that you do it through a spit test rather than doing a blood test, which is what I did with the blood work situation. Yeah. Now, why is that more um, what, what's the word I'm looking accurate. for accurate than a blood test?
0: Um, I would say, you know, I don't like to say it's more accurate. What I like to say is that saliva is testing a different, it's looking at a different angle on hormones, which is giving you actually more information that we can correlate with symptoms. So if somebody wants to understand, why is my heart racing at night? Why am I, you know, why am I having these hot flashes? Why am I so nasty, Um, you know? we can identify levels of hormones based on a saliva test because in saliva you're measuring the active fraction of hormone so hormones travel in the bloodstream okay. bloodstream is a total reservoir of all your hormones right and they travel bound to a red blood cell well there's always this two to four percent fraction that is leaving the bloodstream Because you just went and you're working out and you're lifting weights and the body's going, okay, feedback loop, we need some testosterone over here. She needs to increase her lean muscle and her strength and her stamina to do this workout. So now there's this little fraction of hormone that's going to break out of its. It's going to become what we call unbound from its carrier protein. It's going to leave the bloodstream. It's going to travel to the tissues of the body where hormones do their thing. They fit into that that lock open that door in the meantime they're traveling we can capture that active fraction in saliva in salivary oh, gland non invasively which is really important because- from home. From home. So you're testing at the proper time of day and you got to test four times over the course of one day so that we can measure adrenal function. So your adrenal stress hormone. So in that sense, saliva is actually the recognized gold standard for measuring your stress hormone levels. How are your adrenals functioning? Because who's going to get a blood test four times in one day?
2: No, yeah, not me. And and it's (laughs) stressful. And also creates stress. So why would you get a blood test that's going to make you stressed out when you're testing your have to wait all.
1: until the the results come back but i guess that's with everything but that's stressful yeah because oh it's yeah like how long before i know that i'm dying no, <laughs>
0: but you're not there's no result can feel like you are you really like like you're do not yourself
1: yeah i definitely i mean mm. i'll yell at one of the boys or just ryan sometimes and i'm like whoa that was mean and i'm not like i yeah. do i'm like i recognize it myself that that's not me yeah but i'm like ooh, ouch i was so, talking
0: to a woman recently whose husband is a big time hollywood producer and she was talking about traveling with him and that she was having these jekyll and hyde mood swings and it was just so inappropriate and she couldn't control herself true and I she know. was like really distressed by it and of course you would be
1: it reminds mm-hmm. me of when i was pregnant because honestly i was crying all the time and then i was just a bitch and i was like I was just in shock of how mean I could actually be. I was like, that is just not me. I would recognize it. But it's kind of getting back to that now, which was weird because I, didn't I have a bunch of hormones surging through my body when I was pregnant? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then now they're leaving. Now they're
0: <laughs> Well, and you know, a lot of it depends on the extent to which you experience these symptoms is really the extent to which your hormones are out of balance I just and <laughs> the amount of stress that you have in your life. And it could be good stress, bad stress. It can be great success in your career. 42 weddings this week, a bunch of, you know, being overbooked over It's yeah. all stress. It doesn't right. have yeah, to course. be death or divorce. It could be donuts. I, it, it's all the same to the body. The body's just trying to stay stable, keep blood sugar stable. You know, the, the adrenals control your sleep wake cycle. As well as I your take stress level, like
1: adrenal thing in the morning. Adre- I don't know what it. Is. That's all I know. <laughs> adrenal support because there's so yeah. many different ones,
2: but I one you should. Send we us try to. A photo.
0: Yeah, we try to. Jess and I, in our suggested, you know, our our action plan, which we send to people after you get your test results, we kind of fine tune the action plan to. Correlate with what showed up in your test results, and then what are the approaches to balancing these imbalances we identified naturally. So, we would probably suggest an adrenal support, but it's going to be specific, more specific. You know, there's a million adrenal supports. It's pretty important. I don't know that I'm
1: not on a specific one because she did do blood work and she's like, take this. I just take everything.
0: See, the blood, I I wanted to say the blood versus saliva. Sorry, it's just that. Saliva is measuring that active fraction in blood. I have a frog in my throat today. I'm afraid. Um, Blood is measuring total hormone, so we're not. You're not getting the fraction that's more active at work in the tissues of the body where hormones do their thing. And so the functional medicine world. Um, integrative physicians, functional medicine doctors prefer saliva for its non-invasive and because it correlates so much more closely with the symptoms.
2: And I think, sorry, I just have to chime in and say that we have so many women that come to us saying that they've had Um, their hormones tested through blood and they're like, everything comes back normal, but I feel insane. Right. And it's like, and so (laughs) exactly. So you're like thinking that there's something really wrong with you as a person, as a human, which is really upsetting, which can lead to depression. And the reality is that it's not as accurate. So once they get their hormones tested via saliva, they have all of these imbalances. And it's like this huge aha moment. And it's yeah, it's like oh shit, something's wrong with me. But at the same time, most people are really—they're so happy to know. But a lot of people that there's something
0: like, wrong. That They're it like,
1: makes sense. My sister just—I love you, Trisha, but um, she's like, no, I just have to go through this. It's menopause. I'm like, I don't think that you do. She's a year and a half older than me, and I go, I think that you should. I mean, she's very smart, so the, I think that you don't need to be a bitch all the time. You could go and go to a doctor and like at least – I told her I have all these creams. She's like, that's just ridiculous. I'm not putting anything in my body that's not natural. I'm like, I think that all the creams I have are natural. I don't know. I have like an estrogen patch and then I have testosterone cream and – I feel like you should send us photos of these things
2: so I we will. can see and I help wanna, you.
0: I want to yeah. do like a. I want to do the saliva test with you. We brought you one. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You, so you were tested in blood, and these things were prescribed based on your blood. My test? My blood work, right. Okay, because that's an important point to make. That whether it is blood or saliva, there's also hormone testing in urine. You uh-huh. have to be tested. Don't don't allow any sort of doctor to prescribe for you um, if you have if you haven't had your levels tested. And I mean, that's hugely important.
2: I just wanted to say, because you did talk about having a lot of problems
1: with sleep. It's just recent with, with my getting older. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. So do you I mean, I guess just questions for you, because I feel like yeah. that can definitely correlate to adrenal dysfunction and cortisol imbalances, which mom can explain better.
1: I but know what cortisol it causes stress and it gives you belly fat. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I hate yes. it too much. Yeah.
1: I know yeah. about it. I read about it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's, you're right on the nail. Um, but
2: I would I just be curious. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: well, we what need what, cortisol. We can't live without it, right? But
1: when you're actually. not able to sleep, is it because you're anxious or what? Is- I am anxious in general. I um I took a Xanax last night. I didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of anxiety, but I have so much stress. I'm you know I'm a single mom. I run the house. I run the businesses. I have to make the rent. I have to do everything. I have to be in my car half the day with the kids and still be able to work. It's it's a lot i mean you you really are a super woman when you you truly a, are. you know a single mom and you're working I and mean, even not single moms like moms we do everything mm-hmm. so i just feel like i can't turn my mind off even i mean i'm even when i'm not stressed i'm stressed like you said there's if things are going good i'm like check the calendar check the calendar what do i have coming up i have to do this like what am i going to work for that there's all my brain is constantly constant going. it makes me nuts yeah. yeah. So it's like a
2: running checklist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get that. And so then but then on top of it, your heart's kind of
1: fluttering, which at, at night, yeah. It, like it just started. Um I was just like laying my side and notice it's like going really like heavy. Yeah, like, I'm like, geez, I just took a Xanax. Like this should be calming mm-hmm. down. Then I got up and took some more medicine. <laughs> well I took a Benadryl because I didn't know what was happening. I thought I was like having an allergy attack. Because I started itching, like, oh my my, like random, like my knees were itching. I'm like, what? This is was so- all last night. Yes.
0: Oh, well, I thank you, you for being like here.
2: Gonna- <clears throat> oh, you are a superwoman.
0: But- you're just you're describing different symptoms that are related to different yeah. hormonal mm-hmm. shifts, Great. and that would show up on a test, and you would feel vindicated. You'd say, Ah, okay, so this is why I'm, you know, having right. this, and 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 there is that explanation. In you know, you were saying. Too much, people worry about too much cortisol, but it's too little cortisol sometimes mm. that is really more the issue because people who are exhausted over time where the stress accumulates, it eventually takes its toll. And these adrenals that were pumping for you and keeping you energized and keeping you taking stress and stride throughout the day are now getting kind of fatigued. They're getting overworked themselves and they can't meet the demand for the constant because cortisol keeps us going. It is, you know, it's the other side of the fight or flight hormone. It is the hormone that provides fuel for the brain and body from our nutrients. So we need a good amount of it and progesterone, the hormone that we make when we ovulate breaks down to cortisol, it's the precursor. So when we don't ovulate anymore because we're going into perimenopause and ovulation becomes erratic, or in younger women who don't ovulate, there are a lot of reasons, Um, not enough protein in the diet, Um, over exercising. Oh, I don't have that problem. <laughs> extreme stress. You know, we've got these Olympic athlete women are famous Ugh. for not ovulating. So there's there's yeah, a lot the of more, reasons. You
1: know, I was in gymnastics when I was young, and I did it five hours a day every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturday, it's Saturday. really heavy. I didn't get it? my period until I was sixteen and a half. Yeah, that's and come. Come. most of the that's girls. Why. Yeah, like my sister had it at twelve. I yeah. was like not a girl i'm not a woman (laughs) i have a lot of friends yeah because we're exercising so Mm -hmm. much
0: that's a huge problem it's a huge issue because and it's always a wake-up call when i talk to gals that admit that they're spinning five, six times a, a week or maybe more. Some people are spinning twice a day uh, yeah, and then doing I don't other think exercise they realize too. That
1: that's that's not good for you, right?
2: Well, Stop people it, are obsessed. I mean, not to like knock soul cycle and places like that, but it's like literally people are obsessed. Yeah. And I think it's an like addiction. Addiction. It's maybe. an addiction. And they're they're addicted to the culture too, because when you're in that space, it's really therapeutic. It's I know social. a lot of people who cry. It's social. You meet your best friends. You look forward to it. But Mom and I both talk a lot about how over-exercising can be. This it can actually do your body more harm than good because, well, one of the things that I feel like helps my clients to be like, "Oh, I don't need to work out as much as I can." They're is not losing
0: the belly fat they're anyway. Not, they're not losing any anyway weight,
2: and they're just <laughs> killing themselves. And really, it's you know a couple of things, but one, you know, going into a workout that you dread, whether or not you enjoy the community, but you're like, "This is gonna be so hard. I'm just gonna get through it." It's okay, you know. You're kind of like talking yourself through it um, that creates a stress response Mm -hmm. and then going in and overworking yourself creates a stress response so your body goes into fight or flight so then it starts to hang on to the fat that you're trying to lose
0: that's a survival response yeah Yeah. and so
2: then you're holding on to all of this fat
0: that you're trying so hard to lose when in
2: reality think about what brings you joy and what you would really want to do like is it sometimes yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's um, but like movement wise like maybe you like I have a client who used to chair. so she's like well would it be weird if I pulled up my old chair videos and went in my bedroom and did those movements and those dances because that's so much fun for me and I was like yeah that's so awesome that you want to do that instead of berries five times a week you know or maybe you love going on walks with your dog and listening to podcasts like those more calming feminine workouts that you actually enjoy could have such a greater benefit for your body
1: like I love to dance in my kitchen but my Dancing neighbors can see good. me you know I don't like my neighbors um, <laughs> at all They don't like me either, so it's totally fine. How do you know? Maybe you should dance more. We had a fight. Move. (laughs) I know. Trust me. (laughs) I'm like I am very easily agitated, but that's always been me. But just yeah, don't yell at my kids, and we're gonna be good. Mm Because then it's on,
2: and in a good way.
1: So we don't like each other, but I do love to dance. Like that's my thing. But I only do it when I'm cooking because the TV doesn't work in the kitchen, and then it's not enough. Yeah, you know, and then I get. I sit on my couch and I do not move, like, when I have the kids because they're home. I mean, when they're doing – when they're done with sports, the end of the day, they're doing their thing. Their teenagers are right. jerking off in the bedroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're boys. Yeah, they Let's are. be real. Right. Yeah. That's what they're doing. So I'm on the couch by myself and – I just sit and watch TV and I've gotten to the point where like I stick my belly out now so I have a place to rest my hands. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm like, I told my girlfriend this. I go, last night I was at the grocery store. I'm like, I think I'm making my muscles push my belly out so I can rest my arm somewhere when I'm on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look
2: phenomenal to me,
1: but I, I get what you're saying because it's
2: when you know your body and it feels different, it's, it's just, it's frustrating when you're doing the things. Um, but have you tried taking like a, sexy dance class or like those can be so fun or you know getting like I actually really want to get into hip hop dancing because I I love to dance too too. but I hired somebody to just come once a week to my apartment Oh, that's
1: great so I think that's what I need to do getting out of it's like getting into my car and driving somewhere is not going to happen Yeah, Yeah. so I feel like because it's I'm so easy to cancel Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh 75 bucks whatever I'm like I'm just going to sit home because getting out putting on a little makeup just to even just go to the because you have to these days, yeah. And just being there, it's it's a lot just to get me there. Once mm-hmm. I'm there, I could work out forever. But it's getting to that place. If I could, if somebody could come over and definitely forced me to do things that sounds very sexual but
2: that's what I that was kind of a draw <laughs> to me I'm like okay I know I'm gonna be ter- <laughs> I know I'm gonna be terrible size. yeah it was like I'm gonna be I, I actually not to make it about me but I actually took a hip-hop class um last week and it was a beginner intermediate and my girlfriend who's a professional dancer she was like it's gonna be perfect for you and I went there and as soon as I got there it's this huge room of like there's a nine-year-old dancer who was incredible i sent my videos was it um, millennium it was playground oh,
1: okay because i went to millennium and i never went back oh yeah i don't better
2: I, I don't think i'm gonna go back there was, i mean maybe later once i learned but there was like 100 people and literally everyone's like wearing the coolest gear like right. getting all amped up doing their little dances it's hard
1: because they only go over the choreograph, like the the whatever it is like once and everyone picks it up and i'm like we gotta just do oh, that yeah. again i and ended up
2: stopping and sitting on the ground watching yeah, everybody
1: it's depressing because yeah. it's like that's not you don't, I don't like to go to classes because I feel like I'm in competition with the other people yep. and I get mad at myself, like in yoga, because I can't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. More then stress, I'm like, huh? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I think, so I reached back
2: out and I was like, hey, girl, so appreciate you giving me this recommendation. I felt terrible, like beyond laughable. It's like, yeah, I'm getting down on myself about it. So is there another way? And she was like, well, I have this amazing friend who will actually come out to you. It'll just be an hour. And she already messaged me asking for an me to send long time. songs that I
1: like. An hour is a lot
0: of dancing. Yeah, you I guess you're talking calories. too as well. Like,
1: you're, you're learning through it. And
0: yeah, that- I think that's a great stress release, though, because music is mm-hmm. so it, it's so liberating. And, you know, you start moving your body in a certain way that is just freeing and Mm -hmm. I I really love to dance. I wish I I guess I'd love to turn up the music and but that is a great whatever releases stress you know and and canceling you said you cancel that's a good way to release stress too. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to be overbooked you got to cancel something every now and then. I
1: don't want to leave my couch so I cancel but we have to get into something else that's very important to a lot of my listeners. We were talking about sex drive yeah, because hormones have a lot to do with like your sex drive either not being, you know, high or not being what it used to be. So how does, how do hormones affect your sex drive?
0: (laughs) Well, to a huge extent, I mean, If I and I would say a lot of people have low libido. They they are and and at very young ages too, younger Mm -hmm. and younger women. So there's a women who've been on birth control for a long time have a problem with libido, because the birth control is lowering estrogen and progesterone, which provides the lubrication oh, right, that right, we right. need. So now we're talking about dryness. Mm-hmm. And that is a very physical, direct link to a lack of, of hormones. I, I talked to a woman who had something called vulvodynia. She'd mm-hmm. been on <clears throat> on birth control for so long that her estrogen levels were were just practically at zero, and it's estrogen that provides those secretions. You know, it thickens the lining of the endometrium. It's progesterone that d- also does that. Testosterone. So if those levels are low, um, or out of whack, then you're definitely going to feel you're not going to feel like, um, you know, you're just not going to be in the mood. And and there are so many different aspects of of low hormone levels that uh, that do affect. You know, you've got Vaginal dryness. How many people are dealing with that issue? Right. You've got some people have actually pain a- upon your yeah. course and spasming. Me, but- and a lot of that can be <laughs> linked quick. to, you know, when I see a low estrogen and a low testosterone and high stress hormones. That's a perfect recipe for for a low libido. And then, of course, people who have um, who may be estrogen dominant, where estrogen is high and the other hormones are low, and they're gaining weight, then they've got body image issues. You know, they don't want to get. It's not right. You can't get in the mood because you don't feel attractive, and you're hiding your belly fat and. Yes. You know, so there's there's all of that. It can be the physical thing, it can be the mental thing, and it can all go back to, and the emotional thing, and that all can be linked to imbalances of particular hormones. And then you got to start asking, why is this low? You know, what's going right. on? Um, it's
1: not just, it. I and mean, this doesn't happen to men, right? Or does it? Is there manopause? Oh no, men
0: are not immune. Good. There is a menopause, and men. You know, I've I've done so many lectures where women bring their husbands, and he's sitting there thinking, I'm gonna figure her out and then I've got some slides for them because men in their 40s definitely it's very interesting women and men share all the same hormones so our (laughs) so we're we all have estrogen progesterone testosterone we just have them in differing amounts so men have a lot more testosterone Testosterone. than we do you know heavier bones heavier muscles more aggressive aggression more body hair that's all the anabolic action of hormones like the building action of testosterone, DHEA, they build bone, they build lean muscle, all of that. But those hormones start to decline in men and estrogen starts to go up.
1: As they get older?
0: As they get older. So it's always, like I say, it's the seesaw thing. One hormone goes up, another hormone goes down. So in men, their most abundant hormone, and especially if they aren't exercising as much and they have a lot of stress in their career or whatever, their testosterone starts to go down. Their stress hormones are high, so they're feeling burned out and exhausted and moody. And, and then their... Um estrogen goes up and makes them feel emotional and they start crying at commercials and they want to go with you to shop and hold your purse well (laughs) i I have
1: gay friends for that well yeah
0: (laughs) there are those men though that get you know they're just you see them with their wives following their wives into stores and carrying their thing they call them manginas i can't do it and then there's (laughs) (laughs) and then with men also you can always spot a man that has too much estrogen because he has the man
1: Oh. The mood,
0: and that is a that is not a you know that is not a funny thing because that guy is at risk for prostate cancer. Wow, because yeah. estrogen scary. is a growth hormone, so just like it's related to ninety-seven percent of breast cancers when estrogen's out of whack, which is why when you are moving into your middle forties and your hormones start to fluctuate, and the first thing that goes is progesterone because we're not ovulating anymore. We need to not have too much estrogen going on, and it's the same thing with men. That's where prostate cancer comes in and, you know, and the first thing is this. Right. And and a lot of it is linked to hormones in the foods we eat. You know, that's another big issue. Yeah, because
1: you see meats that say hormone-free and I'm like, that's very expensive. Important. Can't get it. You know what I mean? I mean, Gotta they do, do make it, things that are good for you yeah. so expensive. I know, it's
2: true. Fortunately, and there's a lot of great delivery services now,
0: too. If it's, it, if I'm wondering about like if it's grass-fed. Mm-hmm. You, then you know that it's probably they're not in shape. But you really have to, you have to look at the label. I remember testing a guy who had really um, low testosterone and high estrogen, and he was a very studly whiplash kind of guy. And it turns out he was a big milk drinker. Ah. And so he and Dairy. he wasn't. His wife said he drinks a gallon of milk a day. Was he drinking hormone-free milk? No. no. He was drinking milk that had RBST, growth hormone in it. Interesting. And so when he stopped that and went to a hormone-free, what does it say on the label? Our cows are happy cows. We don't put RBST in. Yeah, That's yeah. the label you're looking mm-hmm. for. And and on, on meat and protein and pork, even with eggs, you need to open the carton and see, does it say our hens are... Not given hormones or antibiotics, because this is where when we talk about imbalances of hormones, it's it's beyond just being in perimenopause. It's It's about what what are you eating in your body? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. what are you feeding? You know, the dairy industry and cattle industry, why do they use those growth hormones to fatten those cattle up? Well, who does that fatten up? Fattens us up Ooh, when we I'm eat not, this gonna, stuff. Now I'm
1: going to spend like spend the money.
0: <laughs> well, and also, also like, like with cheese, you can eat European cheese. The Europeans don't put hormones I in their like stuff. Cheese. So, Thank but God. for those people that do, you are kind of safe with some European versions of.
1: I feel like. Do you think dairy in general is not great? For, I've heard this. I don't know what you. I think. I mean, it's a more inflammatory food.
2: Okay. So, and also, what a lot of people don't know is when you think about sugar, because sugar is one of the highest inflammatory foods there is in a lot of if uh, people don't realize that anything ending in an OSE is typically sugar.
1: And fructose, leuk- glucose, <laughs> r- yeah, exactly,
2: fructose, glucose, <laughs> all that. But lactose, oh, is, right. is, is milk is sugar, milk, right. so it's inflammatory. Um, in addition to being a type of sugar, so it can create a lot of problems for people with their skin. Um, it can, you know, for some people, if they're eating a lot of dairy, they're noticing a lot of bloating or they're putting on more weight. Um, just inflammation and. general. So I think you know, if you can tolerate cheese, maybe having it more like treating yourself to like a good quality brie or whatever you really enjoy and making sure that it is an organic variation. I, I typically don't like people to be afraid of whole food groups just because then it becomes really restrictive and guilty and all that stuff. So if you want to have some cheese, great, but maybe just take note, like how many times are you having dairy in your day? You're like starting your day with a latte with milk and then having
1: cheese at lunch and then having ice cream, you know, right after dinner, like right before you go to bed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not a huge on dairy, so that's good. Yeah. But did you see recently Dr. Oz said he wanted to cancel breakfast? I didn't. Oh, my God. I love Dr. Oz, number one. I do, too. But I just feel like, do you, what do you, I feel like breakfast is, I don't eat it. Okay. But I'm drinking this caffeine balm right here called (laughs) Bang. It's so good. It tastes like cotton candy. There's no sugar in it, though. It's just like, I'm jacked for Jesus. I love it. But this is how I, (laughs) but no, this is how I get going, because I have to, because I don't, I'm not sleeping now, but Yeah. I don't eat breakfast, and now Dr. Oz said you're not supposed to. So I feel like I'm good. <laughs> I don't for sure know his stance on that, but is it intermittent fasting? Ta- yeah, he, he just said he canceled breakfast, and then Mark Wahlberg said uh, I need breakfast, and then I love them both. So I'm like, yes, a fight. I like a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too. I think
2: it's fun and. And it is kind of a fight because there's this whole school of thought that intermittent fasting is really great um, because you get this surge of um, human growth hormone when you do it, which is kind of like the fountain of youth hormone, which can yes. speed up your metabolism. So a lot of people like to go into workouts fasted in the morning because they'll get more benefits from it. And then if you don't eat and you get used to it, you a lot of times you won't feel hungry. And so for some people, they like doing it because if they have, well, there's many different reasons, but if maybe you have diet diet tendencies in the past and you're constantly thinking about food and obsessing about food, you're like, I wanna just not think about it, so let me just cut out breakfast. And maybe you're a bigger eater, so you wanna have bigger meals at lunch and dinner, so you don't have to worry about overeating if you eat breakfast. Um, but then on the flip side for someone who comes from diet culture like me, that could become very obsessive, like counting right. down the hours until you can eat, and then going crazy. Yeah. Um, or for women that have hormonal imbalances, specifically cortisol, it can actually create um, imbalances, is a no-no. and and so it's not typically recommended to skip breakfast if you have cortisol imbalances. So it's definitely a case by case basis. So many people do incredibly well off of it. Um, especially men, but there's not been a whole lot of studies around women and their right. hormones with intermittent fasting. It's because no one cares about us. Yeah. No. <laughs> Seriously. Most studies are done no, on men. Yeah,
0: kind of true. I'm we're sorry. complicated. It's easier, right? We have yeah. periods and we yes. get pregnant and so they we're they too much trouble. Yeah. That's why yeah. I don't have
1: a male doctor except for that one I have a crush on, but it's, <laughs> Mom, sorry,
0: but no like That'd in be general i have
1: like a female gynecologist and you know i'm just very well, they I, get it they I do mean, i feel bit- like it's just really important if you can i mean not like she's got a three-year waiting list in los angeles because every gynecologist is a pervy guy um but you Mm. know yeah i definitely wouldn't want to meet with a male gynecologist
2: but that's just me i also like female masseuses which is another topic but it's like that comfort level you know um but one last thing i would say on intermittent fasting or skipping breakfast is like i think it's just such a personal thing so if you're doing it because you feel like you quote unquote should you know you've seen that everybody that does it Looks great, loses right. weight, you know, has the best lifestyle, is super fit, and you're doing it because you want to be like them, but you're white knuckling it to lunch and you're just miserable, or you're really hungry in the morning and you're trying
1: to force down that hunger, that might not work for you. What do you think about? I, I get that. I'm still confused a little bit, but that's just because I am. Um, what do you think about cheat days? Like people are like, oh, on Sunday, I can eat whatever I want. I'm like, well, why? Because, like, if you've been doing good all week, why are you going to fuck it up? Yeah. I don't am not a it. fan of cheat days.
2: I'm not a fan of words like cheat and. Right. Because like... it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Your... Well, there's the 80 yeah.
0: 20 approach.
2: Yeah. There's which that. Which is one
0: way to go. Yeah.
2: And I agree with that too. Give
0: yourself a break.
2: Mm hmm. But I think. Um, a bit of slack. I think words like cheat and like I fucked up and all that. You know, it's like putting yourself in this really shitty mindset. We do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. And then. We think it's fun to like, on cause I used to do this on Sunday. I would like go get bottomless mimosas with friends and eat whatever I was eating and just like have it be this whole day right? and then wake up the next day and not only feel like crap yeah. and have the worst hangover, but then feel really bad about myself and then put myself on this super restrictive diet the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that cycle that I was talking about earlier. It's like binge, restrict, binge, restrict, yeah. feel like crap about yourself. And it's just not
1: healthy, and it doesn't create long term changes. And
0: it creates and, adrenal imbalance. Yeah,
1: that, well, I think that's another great reason. thing to do would be change Sunday Funday to Saturday, because no one has to wake up on Sunday and go to work. True. Like I don't understand why <laughs> Sunday is the day we all get wasted. I know we all work on Monday. Well, I think, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm very it confused doesn't make by it. Any sense. You're Saturday. So right. You need to start this. I LA. try. I'm trying, but it's hard because <laughs> everyone has brunch Sunday situation, and I'm like guys, Saturday, I have shit to do on Monday. I yeah. have to take my kids to school. It's not, this is not fun. <laughs> no, I think the
2: idea is maybe that you, you know, stop at two or three and then you have this like calm evening. But let's be real. Every Sunday, yeah. fun day I've had, it's like, let's go to the next place. Well, after let's three, go. you're like,
0: yeah, let's party. Let's just keep going. <laughs> yes, you're like, exactly. Is that a thing in LA, Sunday, fun day? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. My My hadn't like <laughs> I had not heard about yeah. it. I had not
1: heard about it.
0: No, I that's mean so we're cute. big on happy hour in Portland, but, <laughs> but I don't, I didn't know about Sunday Fun, Sunday fun Day. Sunday Fun Day is that's like a terrible idea. I you know. Think. You just,
1: yeah, you go out, you drink, you, time. you know. I'm trying to change it. Let's yeah. sit, we're gonna get a campaign together. We're gonna change it to Saturday Yes Fatter Day. Right? <laughs> Saturday, fatter? fatter Day. Oh, <laughs> oh that's God. hilarious. Oh, Very, clever.
0: <laughs> Very clever. Very <laughs> <It just laughs>
1: clever. I'm all about
2: yeah, the rose, the French rose these days. I feel much better. Mm-hmm. And that's another subject, but we um always there's this um clean wine brand called Scout and Cellar and they... Wow. Tell me about this because I'm a wino. Okay. I'm going to tell you about this (laughs) and it's going to be your best friend. Okay. So um, basically they scout um, wines from all across the world. So they have French wines, Italian wines, wines from Oregon, wines from California, but they have really strict standards. So they all have to be organic. A lot of them are biodynamic, which is a whole nother thing, but um, they have zero grams of added sugar Mm. and they have yeah, there's no chemicals. There's very low sulfite. So they and are like the, the, they're the middleman. and amazing. they look for all of the, They do yeah, all the work for They do us. all the work for you. Wait, tell us that person again, because I'm. It's b- called Scout and Seller. I'll send it to you. Scout as well, well actually,
0: you have a pretty good podcast on your solo.
2: Yeah, we interviewed one of the consultants to like, really, really break it podcast. down, and one thing I will say, just to this, was one thing I really took away is that we add. um this thing called Mega Purple. A lot of wineries will add it, like the two buck chuck wines, where it's basically grape water. And so it's like tons of sugar. It's purple. And the reason is that A lot of times they'll pull the grapes before they're ready just to put it to market quickly and mass produce. so the wine doesn't taste very good. And to appeal to the American palate, people want a sweeter wine, so they add sugar, and then they want it to be like a deep red if it's a cab, so it like changes the color. So then you're drinking this wine that has all of these added sugars and chemicals Mm. and preservatives, and then you wake up on
1: Monday and and you feel like like
2: you're hit by a bus. That's probably
1: why red wine gives me such a fucking headache besides like the tannins and everything. I cannot drink red wine.
2: Yeah, no, and I... Mm. I'm with you because I used to get debilitating migraines and red wine was my favorite wine. And I loved I loved red wine, but I found out it was a huge trigger. And that and champagne, which I loved both. Oh. And now I can yeah. drink champagne and red wine through Scout and Cellar. It's the only wine that I've been able
1: to. And, and it's good. It taste different. that's not the brand. That's
0: the they website. They have different wines. Yeah, they, yeah, all yeah. Different, it's like yeah. the
1: middleman. Yeah. Okay, right. so tell us about your, really quickly, about where we can find your podcast and where we can get a hold of you guys because we have to wrap this up. Oh, yes. For sure. So I'm at Body
2: Bliss by Jess, which is my personal Instagram. And then Rye, my sister and I, who's sitting here, we have a podcast called Solo 2.0 Podcast. And that's on iTunes. Pretty much anywhere um, podcast can be listened to. Also on Instagram, too. Oh, nice. And where <clears throat> We find you because I'm need to at talk your you.
0: hormone balance, um, and that's where we have our test kit, consult packages, and we've got several packages. So we test your hormones. You get a kit. You collect your saliva at home. You send it into the lab in Portland, and then we make uh, time to jump on the phone and go through those test results and provide an action plan. And we wanted to offer your listeners a hundred dollars off a package. Wow, using a, 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 off our jumpstart package. And any or any package, on the yeah. Um, which will be testing all your hormones, and you'll be talking to me. If you do the weight balance package, you'll also be talking to Jess, and um, you know, just lots of people need to talk, right? They now, need to are be you available? To.
1: Like when people, like when, like I'm my poor doctor. I'm like, I don't get it. Email after email, I'm like, can you dumb it down for me? Like, what days do I do? What now? Are you available? Like to. Like, figure that out, at least just Well, for we me. put it very
0: specifically <laughs> yeah. in the action plan. People okay. need to know, and I tell them right up front when we're talking. So we go through the results. So I explain everything and how this correlates with how you feel. But I'm going to send you an action plan. Right. And it's going to have the specifics in it. And it's going to tell you exactly when, because you, you were estrogen dominant, we think you probably could benefit for, from some natural progesterone cream on these days of the month. And this is the amount. And I even have order links to certain things. Not that I am associated with them money wise, like certain... but people just were saying to me, I don't know what to buy. It's too confusing, like you were.
1: Right. But so if we I'm provide, on hormones, we, we like, send
0: people. Should well, I'll,
1: should I go off of them to take the spit test? If because... you wanted
0: a baseline, you would go off them for it. But when you're already on hormones, it's really important to monitor them. So you could just stay on your hormones and right. let's see how they're working for you. Okay. I have tested many women who are on hormones and they're on way too much you know the test result comes back and it's it's like okay we need you need to yeah. show your doctor and let's dial this back a I'm bit I'm just confused so I'm yeah. not, just take it all so we try we try to get very how, confusion reigns i think confusion is the biggest you're not
2: alone by no, the way I know, but so like, many and, people are over overwhelmed and confused it's because it's you're lot. right yeah. i
0: never tracked my it's not until it, if, it's not until you um you know, start having symptoms that right. you start to think, oh, I always had a regular period. What's or you're on going the birth
1: on? control and it just tells you when you're on your, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just don't. I don't really pay attention. Yeah, no. And you shouldn't. I mean, that's a thing is that you that's shouldn't a, have to do all of another the work. Stress.
2: Yeah, it's another stress. So that's one thing that we're really good at as a team is just breaking things down into digestible bits. You feel heard and then you walk away with this action plan, which gives you not only recommended supplements or herbs, but it's like lifestyle changes, dietary Big advice, time. links to blog posts, but it's supposed that to be select for really you. supportive yeah. to right. your results. And then when people work with me, like, like I said, I'm very simplistic. So it's like, okay, let's just start with breakfast or like, let's just start with these couple of things. Let's start adding in this supplement. You know, let's figure out how you can take all of your supplements in the morning and not feel overwhelmed, you know? So yeah. it's just like really breaking things down. And trying and, to work
0: with the person, the way their life exactly, is experienced, their lived experience. Everyone
2: is so different. Yeah. And, and. Mom does such a great job connecting with people and listening and making in the moment suggestions. And I'm really good with like sexy swap outs for foods that you may really crave, like the wine or the pizza or the, the taco.
1: Like wine. Yeah, we're, we're not getting rid of that. No, and you shouldn't have to. That's a thing. Women like, and you wine. Shouldn't...
0: That's an important My equation. whole life, I remember
1: a bottle of wine open on our counter, my mom every night, just because... She had three kids, and she mm-hmm. cleaned houses all day, and, like, she needed to relax. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're Irish, so. Well, and then um. there's also, like,
2: helping people. We didn't really get into this, but um, just helping people like you with the higher cortisol levels at night, you know, calm down to create nighttime rituals that are really going to fit within your lifestyle and, and things that you can take or little – drinks like hot chocolates that are great that have these different herbs that'll help the you to know, calm down like adapt. mushrooms
0: mushroom i've never done
1: mushrooms that uh, i want to oh, no? so there's, there's <laughs> a, <laughs> i want to try it. i'm, I'm have scared mushrooms of myself for you. <laughs> uh, there's
0: a you're company. scared you'll scare yourself <laughs> i'm afraid i'll
1: jump off a bridge or something oh okay yeah i'm not, not good for enough. you i do we'll give you uh, some no, no 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 i took magnesium last night oh there you go my girlfriend's like take <laughs> some magnesium i like took a xanax it's not working and it didn't help. I have so many tips for you. We, can I, help. Yes, we, we need yes. to
0: test your hormones. We're going like, to leave yeah. you with the kit today. Yes,
2: yes. And yes. then we did want to mention too, if you want to kind of get a gauge for how out of balance you might be, you can go onto our website, yourhormonebalance.com, and there's a hormone imbalance quiz. So you can answer symptom different, quiz, yeah. a symptom quiz about symptoms that you're having, and then it will correlate to sort of um, an answer, you know, what, potentially could be going on right. so that's really how likely
0: eye-opening. is it that you have a oh, or how imbalance. likely is it
1: that you have a hormonal imbalance yeah. Sorry. i think a lot of people feel like it's there's judgment that goes along with it or like oh i don't want to you know i'm not putting anything in my body like i'm just gonna age gracefully and i'm like no bitch like get it together there's no judgment in it <laughs> yeah. like, because if your hormones are off you're not actually yourself yeah like i'm not right now who I no was you're when not I was 20 and,
0: and let me say something that's very important at the end here hormones are not just, they are protective. We need them. They have a job to do. They run the show. They govern our physical functions, our heart, our lungs, our blood cells, our vessels, our our libido, our drive, our energy, it's all hormone controlled, whether we sleep or not, they're protective. So when you get to be past 50, it becomes pretty significant, because we didn't live past 50 100 years ago. And women who say, Oh, well, I'm in menopause, and that's normal. And I'll just get through it. And it'll be done. No, it's never done. You are in menopause until you die. Once your hormones have stopped, once your ovaries have packed their bags, as I said, but that is where replenishing with natural bioidentical hormones can be so important because your body can't make them anymore. Right. And that's when you start to have these issues and women become at risk for breast cancer and heart heart disease and blood clots and arthritis and bone loss because mm-hmm. they don't have the proper component of hormones. So that's where it becomes important to test, to, to gauge what, what do you need? Maybe you need just a little Goldilocks dose. We're talking Goldilocks right. doses of these very potent things that are made from plants now. We have good choices now we don't have to use pregnant mares urine we can use a plant-based hormone (laughs) that is that's premarin pregnant mares urine what woman has the same Mm. hormones as a horse no i mean and that's what women have been using for 30 years in this country wow That's not okay. We Mm -hmm. have better choices. So that's where bioidenticals come in. Some of them are available over the counter because they're so benign. If it's an issue that you, like women who've had a hysterectomy and have had everything removed, they may well need a prescribed calm cocktail of a little estrogen, a little progesterone, a little testosterone, but it's got to be worked out for you. It's got to be tailored to individual needs. And that's where the whole bioidentical thing is about. We're talking plant-based hormones made to be structurally... Exact to the hormones your own body makes delivered in the ways that your body can accept them and say, hey, I know what to do with you. Right. Delivered in Goldilocks amounts, no greater or less than what your body made naturally and used in the right part of the month. So it's all about mimicking mother nature. And so people who are worried about, you know, there's been so much press and so much confusion about Mm -hmm. hormones and hormones are bad and they cause breast cancer. Some hormones are bad and cause breast cancer, but not bioidenticals, not the ones that are ours, you know, so.
1: All right. Well, girls, any last thoughts? Because we got to go. Promo code
2: for the $100 off. We'll make it Brandy Balance.
0: That's
1: B-R-A-N-D-I and then Balance. B-A-L-A-N-C-E. Oh, yes. I did it right. <laughs> All right, bye. Thank, Thank you. you so much. No nope, go. This is the haiku, people. Hormones are crazy. They make you kind of lazy. They make your mind kind of hazy. Boom. Oh. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.